Today's episode of The Ride Podcast is brought to you by The Click Ring. Wear the ring and show the world that you can live your line at clicring.com. Hey, this is your host, Rusty James. It is Tuesday, November 3rd, 2015, and this is The Ride. Well, I just saw a deer just about step in front of me. That's twice now while I'm on the podcast. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the show. I'd like to get right into it, I think, today. I got to tell you, this day is gorgeous. It's, uh, let's see, what temperature is it out there? Where's my temperature thing on this thing? There it is. 46 degrees. Hmm. Feels warmer than that. I think this is a day that I might have to take a half a day. If I can bust through and get my stuff done in a major way, I think I might do that. Now don't be thinking that I'm going to come up with some kind of an excuse for my employer. That is not how I operate. I'm going to go right up to my superior and say, you know what? It's a nice day today. I think I'm going to take a half day. Do you have any issues with it? Great. I'll see you tomorrow morning. Somewhere in Proverbs, I think the, it's the t- Proverbs 25, chapter 25 or 24. You know what? I will find out because I have it right pulled up on my app. It is Proverbs 24. No, that's not it. Okay, I'm not going to go look for it while I'm driving. It's something about... The words of an honest man or the honest words of a man are like a kiss. Something like that. Everybody likes a kiss, right? So, speak honestly. That's what I'm saying. So anyway, I don't need to make up some kind of an excuse. My dog's not big enough to eat my homework. So I don't know, you know, what you'd do if you had to get a half day off. But I would recommend being honest and truthful. And if you can't do it, then trust that the Lord will, you know, the Lord's been known to make the day last longer. Speaking about lasting longer, I was doing some barbecue over the weekend. Now, I probably have used that word in the past improperly because I have to tell you, pretty much the whole duration of my married life, well over 15 years, I have cooked food over a gas flame. That, my friends, is not a barbecue. You can call it whatever you want. That is no barbecue. I decided to go old school, and boy, am I glad I did. Kingsford, anyone? You know what I'm talking about. I had some wood chips for some smoke and flavor, and I made some burgers that I got to tell you, I almost like just smelling them. Just after we didn't, we were unable to eat all of them. We put them in a, a Ziploc, put it in the fridge. I opened that Ziploc later. Oh my goodness! I'm ready to do brisket now. I'm ready to do ribs. I'm ready to do it. I have the barbecue bug. Did I do it perfectly the first time? Nope. 
Didn't have enough time, actually, and I didn't have enough coals. I, I will learn my lesson. This is an art form, man. Barbecue is an art. Low and slow. Like Ramon. Cars. Pixar. Check it out. Low and slow. You can't do a barbecue right if you try to do it too quickly. It just isn't... It's not a barbecue then. You ever notice the temperatures on, on the grills? You know, you get those grills from home a home store and it's a it's a propane grill and it's got that temperature thing on it and barbecue is pretty low compared to some of the other settings man I tell you what there ain't nothing like barbecue my wife told me I came in after I got the coals just the coals going and I was wearing a, a hoodie and kind of one for outdoors and she said oh let me smell it let me smell you I'm thinking, what? Girl? And uh, she came out and she said, oh, that's so good. And it's just the barbecue, or it's just the, the charcoal. But it reminded her of her childhood. It just smelled good. Even without the wood chips smoking yet. And, and you know, we, we love doing fires and stuff and I really like the smell of my clothes after a, a campfire I don't know I might be weird but I just I do maybe it's the caveman in me <laughs> but barbecue has to be done slow in fact another thing that barbecue needs is it needs that flavor there's a flavor that you get when you are burning wood and cooking over burning wood. And there's an aroma, depending on the wood. In fact, the longer you do it, the more strong the aroma is on the food that you're preparing, on the food that you're smoking and seasoning. But it's not a fast process, it's a slow process. You can almost picture, or almost consider, the smoke as an incense to celebrate the meat. It's a beautiful incense. It envelops what you're preparing. It becomes a part of it. See where I'm going with this? Our life as Christians gets seasoned by this incense, the spirit in our life. But you don't prepare your life. It doesn't all happen like, boom, you know. At age 14, I felt like the Lord called me into the ministry. At age 15, why am I not preaching yet? Perhaps the Lord needs to season you. Perhaps the Lord needs to get you exposed to certain things that you weren't exposed to before so that he sees how you handle them. In fact, it's not like he has to see how you handle them because he knows. It's more like he needs you to see how you handle it. All oh, that is right. That is right. God knows the future. It's not like he's testing us to find out stuff. No, we go through tests so that we find out stuff. I went through a test, as you know, last year, 
I find out, I found out some stuff about me. I found out that I I wasn't trusting God like I ought to. And then when I got to the end of myself, and really it was the end of myself, there was nowhere else to go. And when I really wholeheartedly put my trust in the Lord, He was there. I found out He was there. He was there the whole time. Nothing like that to get your trust placed where it needs to be. And without a doubt, I wouldn't be able to do this podcast without having gone through that. So if God had wanted me to do this thing, to speak to you, I needed to go through that thing. Did God enjoy putting the pressure on? I don't think so. It's like a parent. You know, I have two children. Though I don't enjoy seeing them go through difficult things, there is part of me that gets a satisfaction. It's not a payback thing. It's a satisfaction, a God, I think, I think it's a godly satisfaction, so full of honor. When they have to figure things out for themselves, and they maybe miss it. I guess, uh, I'm glad I touched on that, because parents be very careful. This, this age we live in, I don't know if it's all over the place, but I feel like there's this thing that makes us want to make everything perfect and do everything for our kids. And, you know, they're so used to having instant gratification with tech and everything. And you know what? As your kids get older and in their teens and stuff, let them figure some stuff out. I remember being in my young teens wanting to do stuff for my own, for myself. And I think it, uh, you're doing your kids a disservice if you're, if you're doing everything for them. For Pete's sakes, don't make their bed. But they don't make their bed right. That's right, because you're making it for them all the time. Let them make the bed. And let them make it wrong. And if it's a real pet peeve of yours, then yeah, I guess you have to you know, tell them what they need to do right. I mean, you need to tell them how to do it right. But let them make it wrong. And let them feel the satisfaction of when they do it right. I'm not trying to pick on the perfectionists out there, but life isn't perfect. And just like the barbecue that takes a long time to prepare, sometimes developing your kids, it takes some time. And they're going to they're gonna make mistakes and stuff. And we got to be okay with that. I mean, not serious mistakes. Sorry, Dad, I pulled into the garage through the wrong wall. No, that's probably something you need to challenge. But uh, but come on, I mean, put yourself in their shoes. You want to do stuff for yourself. You want to you want to show your parents that you can figure things out. I see that in my kids. They want to do that. They want to make us proud. But we got to let them make some mistakes in order for that to happen. How can they make us proud unless we see that there's been a change? 
you know, a, a maturing process. So obviously that means that they can't, they won't be doing it right for a while and then they do it right. But let them do stuff. And maybe, maybe you all know this, but um, maybe I'm just speaking to me. I mean, there's a big part of my, who I am that likes to do things right. Not necessarily perfect, but I want to get things done right and I try to involve my kids in projects that I'm doing. Uh, I wanted to involve my son in this uh, workbench I was building, but he's been busy with a lot of school things, so I kind of got let him off the hook a little bit. But it would have been a good opportunity for him to see how that thing got put together, and he wants to get into architecture kind of stuff, so I gotta, I gotta consider that, and. At the expense of getting my project done in a timely manner, I need to involve my kids, for example. You know? That's what that's what we're here for, to help develop and train them. And let them see how I handle it when I ham, hammer my thumb. You think I'm joking? I'm not. So, barbecue. Low and slow. Let the incense of God permeate what he's doing in you. He's seasoning you. He's preparing you. I opened that bag with those... They were actually stuffed burgers with bacon wrapped around them. Yeah. I didn't go the full deal. I had grilled peppers. I didn't have the onions, but I uh, didn't have time for that. But I had mushrooms. Oh, my. And normally I would have... You know, the recipe called for making the burgers bigger and stuffing them with that stuff. But I just had the veggies on the side because I didn't know who was going to want what kind and I just wanted to do them all. So next time I'll probably really stuff them. But the thing I learned, I needed more heat and I needed it longer. Or maybe, you know what, maybe it could have been just longer with the same amount of heat. But that, that relationship was kind of important. It has to be long enough for it to, you know, season well. But it can't be too hot that it dries out and, you know, burns out what's being put together there. So maybe in your life, when you're feeling the heat increase, maybe that's just a signal that we're getting close. We're getting close. You turn up the heat because it just needs a little bit more and then we're going to be done and moving on to that next plateau. And then if it's the other way around, if if, uh, if it's just taking for a while and you're just kind of biding your time, hey, what's going on, Lord? You know, it's taking a while. I thought I was supposed to be preaching. I'm 17 now. Come on. Well, there might be some more seasoning that needs to take place. And, and by the way, if you're 17-year-old and you feel like you need to be preaching, guess what? Great place to do it? Online. Seriously. Do this. Do what I'm doing. Start a YouTube channel. No joke. Man, if you feel the call of the Lord on you and you've got word in you, don't let your youth disqualify you. My goodness. You probably will reach a, a broader audience, a wider audience. If you started a YouTube channel or something, 
and just went to town. Man, if it's your call, do it. I'm always telling you, don't feel like you have to have all your stuff in a row before you do something. You don't have to be perfect like that. So what if your intro music isn't the killerest? Is that a word? I made it a word. Doesn't matter. Just get out there and do it. The words God gives you to say to spread out there are more important than your intro music, more important than your graphics, more important than whether you've got a webcam that throws your face in the bottom right corner. The Word of God is up there. And it needs to get out. So, I know I'm speaking to some of you. In fact, I can guarantee it because I had gotten some feedback from somebody up in Alaska who's got some things to say. Boom. Get them said. I'm going to talk to you later about that. Show you how it's done. It's easy. So, I guess getting close to my destination so I'm gonna say this we're all like a burger on a barbecue grill getting seasoned by the Holy Ghost and in communication with God the Father and with the Son Jesus Christ and you know what that's a good place to be stay in that communication all right let that seasoning just infiltrate who you are let it ooze out of you. Let the world that sees you know that there's something good cooking here. They come up to you and say, hey, what's cooking? You got a word to say in season. Ha <laughs> ha! All right, so you stay, in the, you stay in the word. And you live in peace. And you pray for those who persecute you. And you live a seasoned life, all right? And I will see you on the flip. <laughs>